quiz, hotshot. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. And I want to have them answered immediately. It's not about money. It's about sending a message. And my nose. It's you who's in the hot seat, my friend. You want answers? Fucking talk to me that way, man. I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! What are you, an idiot? Don't call me an idiot, Dixon! I didn't call you an idiot. I asked if you was an idiot. That was a question. <laughs> he got you there. If my answers frighten you, Vincent, then you should cease asking scary questions. You've got to ask yourself one question. Do I feel lucky? What do you, Buck? Absolutely. Oh, what? And welcome, 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 welcome to the quiz show. I think that does what it says on the tin. It's uh, best film ever doing best quiz night ever three quiz night with a vengeance, even though we are recording in the morning slash afternoon for our respective panel. Uh, we'll go around the panel in just a minute to introduce everybody here. But uh, my name is Ian. Uh, I'm part of the panel here at best film ever. And every couple of months we try to do a little film trivia. This is live, I believe, on our Facebook page, which receives all almost no traffic but should someone be out there and wants to comment along uh, by all means throw some shells at. i will ask that everybody on the panel not have the comments up should somebody uh try to be a, a cheeky chappy or not understand the full gamut of what we do and they think they can answer in the, in the comment section of the questions we would hate for that to impact anybody's um Anybody score. So what we do here is our remaining champion that we have at the end of a, uh, end of a quiz night remains on for the next um, the quick quiz night in true Jeopardy fashion. So it feels like we should uh, rep and uh, give a moment here to our. Uh, it's only fitting based on the shirt. Our best in the world, it seems, at <laughs> film trivia. We've got Danny from It's a Musical. Why don't you introduce yourself and your podcast, Danny? Hi there, I'm Danny. I'm the co-host of It's a Musical podcast, reigning best film quiz ever champion, two-time, two-time champion. Danny Two Belts. Best in the world. <laughs> Danny Two Belts, indeed. All right. And then now we've got a cavalcade, I, I dare I say, of uh, challengers here in our very own Elimination Chamber. Can somebody take the gold? Let's start off with Stu. We want to go ahead and introduce yourself, buddy? Uh, yeah, I am Stu. My podcast is the Stu World Order podcast. We do random comic book movies drawn by our guests. Uh, we don't even know going into the week what we're going to watch, but we watch it and then we tell you what's good and bad about it. And you can find us on Twitter at SWO Productions. That's a season pro. He got his Twitter handle in there. Absolutely. <laughs> I must say uh, on that note, very, very threatening. Uh, or maybe not threatening, maybe just, you know, uh, has some initiative or has some some drive. Kevin from the podcast that would not die, much like Matt Hardy. Why don't you go ahead and uh, give us uh, a little prefix of your podcast, please? Absolutely. This is Kevin, one of the co-hosts of the podcast that wouldn't die. Each week we discuss horror and sci-fi movies with a comedic twist, guilty pleasures and forgotten classics. So check us out. Check them out. Indeed. Uh Another one to check out here. One of the OGs of the fledgling fandom, all the way back to the beginning. Thumbs up from us to him and back again. We've got Carlo from Thief's Movie Monthly Loot. That Thief's Mo Monthly Movie Loot. There we go. <laughs> There's a tongue twister no. for you. There you go. Why don't you go ahead and introduce your podcast there, Carlo. Hi, everybody. My name is Carlo. And like Ian said, I host a film, a film podcast called The Movie Loot. And that's what I'm here to take today. 
Oh, there's been some there's been some rebranding, some rebranding. Yeah, the yeah, movie, yeah, self self rebranding. Singular, it's good. It's good. The the definite article. It's and, easier. And then the only <laughs> the only the only lady of the panel today, and the only non podcaster, which probably speaks also to um, podcasting in general as as, as a very male dominated field, it seems. But Kirsty is my sister. Nepotism in full effect here today. I'm opening myself to all sorts of criticism. Should you win, Kirst? Do you want to go ahead and believe <laughs> me? The script that I sent you, along with the answers earlier. Yes. Do you want to just read what yes. I've come up with for you to say now? <laughs> I'm having trouble reading some of your writing here, though. (laughs) Now, I'm Kirsty. I'm not a podcaster, but I am a sewer, and I have a small sewing business where 10% of all sales goes towards mental health organizations in Ontario, Canada. Um, I sew a whole myriad of items. Um, Since school's back in session last week, I made 150 masks. Don't want to make those anymore, but this week it's all about the scrub caps for doctors and nurses. There we go. Thank you very much. I've got it full screen, but then I realized I can't put on the uh, the things. I will say that we've got Paul from well, Griff from the Paul and Griff show says, good luck, everyone. And he's also identified a team. So there we go. Woo! Hashtag team Kirsty. <laughs> I, I don't know how that, guy, that happened. Uh, that's good. You have to call him Griff. I know it's going to be confusing. Oh, you got to call him Griff. So there we go. Round number one. Round number one. It happens every time we do one. I call this round casting calls. Casting calls. What this means is I will read you three members of the cast of the movie. All you have to do is write down on your sheet. We don't want to be saying them out loud. Write down on your sheet which movie I'm talking about. So, for instance, if I said Madonna, Rosie O'Donnell, Tom Hanks, then the answer would be A League of Their Own. We will do all seven. And then at the end, we will take them up. I will read through each trilogy of names twice. Okay, so there we go. So let's get going. Round number one. Movie number one. Vince Vaughn. John Favreau, Jennifer Aniston. That's Vince Vaughn, John Favreau, and Jennifer Aniston. Movie number two. Tom Cruise, Carrie Elways, Robert Duvall. That's Tom Cruise, Carrie Elways, and Robert Duvall. Question number three. Anne Hathaway, Hector Elizondo, Julie Andrews. That's Anne Hathaway. Hector Elizondo and Julie Andrews. Movie number four. Margot Robbie, Viola Davis, John Cena. That's Margot Robbie, Viola Davis. And John Cena. Whoop-a-ba-ba-doo! <laughs> Apologies. Film number five. Rosamund Pike. Neil Patrick Harris. Uh, 
Ben Affleck. That's Rosamund Pike. NPH himself, Neil Patrick Harris. Ben Affleck. Movie number six. Emma Stone. Ryan Gosling. Marissa Tomei. That's Emma Stone. Ryan Gosling. Marissa Tomei. And finally, film number seven. Catherine Zeta-Jones. Andy Garcia. Elliot Gould. Catherine Zeta-Jones. Andy Garcia. And Elliot Gould. Is there anybody who needs to hear something again? Uh, Number three. Number three. Anne Hathaway, Hector Elizondo, Julie Andrews. All right. Let's go ahead and take some stuff up here. So, movie number one. I'm going to see if I can put people on the spot. This is what we call cold calling in the teaching game. I'm sure Danny can back me up on that. Yeah. And it's supposed to be much better in, in ensuring engagement from the class. So, let's have a look no here. No hands up policy. No hands up, because then you're ignoring the people who don't put their hands up. So, Vince Vaughn, John Favreau, Jennifer Aniston. Kirsty, do you have this one? The breakup? It is the breakup. Well done. Yes. <laughs> Wow, it's very interesting to see the faces as you kind of go through the end of this. <laughs> Movie number two, Tom Cruise, Carrie Elways, Robert Duvall. Danny, do you have this one? I, I really got stuck on this one, so I just went with one that could be right, probably isn't. I guessed Mission Impossible. Not Mission Impossible. Kevin, you got the thumbs down. What do you think it is? That would be Days of Thunder. That would be Days of Thunder out of the BFE archives itself. <laughs> Also, something that was brought up in our best of sports movies not long ago. So, you know, such is. Question number three. Uh, Anne Hathaway, Hector Elizondo, and Julie Andrews. Stu, do you have this one? I have an answer. I don't know if it's the right one. Anne Hathaway, Julie Andrews sings. I don't know who Hector Alejandro is. I said Les Miserables. Not Les Mis, but a good educated guest. Carlo, do you have yeah. this one? Kirsty, I'm sure nope. you got this one. Princess Diaries. Yeah, there are two correct answers, actually. Princess Diaries or Princess Diaries (laughs) 2. Hector Elizondo is the guy who runs the hotel in Pretty Woman. Oh. If you know that one. (laughs) He's a big star. He was also in Chicago (laughs) Hope. He is a big star. I love Hector Elizondo. Uh, Movie number four. Margot Robbie, Viola Davis, John Cena. Danny? The Suicide Squad. Yes, I must insist. If you forgot to put the word the, it does not count. Because John Cena is not in Suicide Squad. He's only in The Suicide Squad. Which you can also catch. Here's a little bit more free free promo for us. Our see it or skip it on The <laughs> Suicide Squad here at the BFE. <laughs> Liam and I went and saw it. Yeah, there we go. Uh, movie number five. Rosamund Pike, Neil Patrick Harris, Ben Affleck. Carlo, do you have this one? Yeah, Gone Girl. Gone Girl. Ellie's a big fan of this one, actually. Gone Girl. I got to the end of it, and then I realized it was a Fincher film. I didn't know anything about it going in, and went, "That's a, I really liked that. That explains that." 
Uh, movie number six, Emma Stone, Ryan Gosling. At which point I thought you would all would go, I know this. And then I went Marissa Tomei. Does anybody know this? Kevin. I'm going to say Crazy Stupid Love. It is Crazy Stupid Love. Well done. I purposely tried to lead people to Did anybody bite and say La La Land? Yeah. Oh, awesome. You almost got Wait. me. I switched it. <laughs> I knew it was a La La Land, but I wrote not, it anyway. You know I'm not familiar with Gosling. I think Reynolds is the superior Ryan. <laughs> It's a shame we lost Danny off our feet at this point. (laughs) Uh, Question. Finally, movie number seven. Catherine Zeta-Jones, Andy Garcia, Elliot Gould. Uh, Stu, do you have this one? (laughs) I'm sure I don't. Literally, the only Catherine Zeta-Jones movie that came to my mind was Entrapment. No, but I I like Entrapment. It's a strange movie. I wrote that down first. You're playing both sides, he said. (laughs) Uh, Cursed, if you wrote it down first, what did you write down second? I said Ocean's 12. Ocean's 12 is correct. Oh, um, good. So that is our mark out of seven. Uh, if you want, we'll I knew it was one of those. <laughs> there's, there's I wrote Ocean's 13. But. Oh, no, you see, I look, she's not in 13. So if uh, yeah. I call your name, if you can just hold your sheet up and tell me what you got. So, Danny. I got five. Uh, there we go. Five. There we go. Thank you. Stu. I got three. three. Suicide Squad, Gone Girl, and Crazy Stupid Love. I hope you mean the Suicide Squad, sir. Yes, I have. I have it on there. <laughs> what are you writing? What's, what's going on there? Uh, Kev. Seven for seven, baby. Wow. Wow, the gauntlet has That's been amazing. thrown. Carlo. Two. Two. We know what the low and Carlo stands for this round. Yeah. <laughs> how, did he, how did he score? He scored Carlo, low, 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 Hey, I, um, I also had swingers for number one, though, so don't feel bad. <laughs> but it's Vaughn. Actually, it's like, actually, Vaughn and Favreau, not a bad shout at all. I was, yeah. again, going yeah. down a, a different path. Cursed, what did you get for that? I got five. Five. Like, you see, if yeah, you, I, I was proud of myself for tying with Danny, the reigning champ. If you're good at, and che- then comes Kevin. If, if, if you're gonna good. cheat, the secret is you don't do sevens. See, sevens <laughs> are too obvious. You just keep well, punching fives and assume it's gonna go through. Okay. That's why I didn't take two of the answers you that's, gave. That's me. right. <laughs> Okay, round number number two. I think this will be a difficult round. I'm just warning everybody about that ahead of time here. Uh, Really quickly, uh, we've got an update. Someone playing along at home. We got Griff from the Paul and Griff show, six out of seven. Another member of the OG sort of fledgling fandom and I guess also didn't get Days of Thunder. That's disappointing. It's a classic. It, it, I, I would. I, I wrote the quiz. I mean, I, I woke up this morning and realized I still haven't written the quiz yet. <laughs> so I, went, I, I probably should do this. And I was sitting there going, "I need to." Th- so I'm just got my flip chart. I'm just randomizing, going, "Just give me a movie with some with like a wide cast I can sort of manipulate." All right. So the next round, a new round for us here. I'm calling it Oscar Losers. Oscar mm-hmm. Losers. So what it means is I will give you the category and the films that were nominated but did not win. I need to know who won against those oh. movies it's gonna be a hard one i'll say that much the first one should be i hope an easier one anyway so here we go movie number one this was for best picture what won against hacksaw ridge hell or high water and la la land what won over hacksaw ridge hell or high water and La La Land. 
just I, I, I got some faith coming in here because like real life friend of the podcast, Richard Days of Thunder classic. Absolutely. I also think Richard, though, to be fair, I think he joined us for the episode. So <laughs> I'm not sure <laughs> he might have a special reason why he remembers that. Although I think that's why he picked him was for that reason. All right. Number two, best actor. I believe it's 1994. I'll even go that far on you. What beat Morgan Freeman? Oh, this is best actor. Morgan Freeman for Shawshank Redemption, Paul Newman for Nobody's Fool, and John Travolta for Pulp Fiction. What beat those three? Who beat those three? Do we have to name that film? Nope. Nope. In that case, it's just the actor. I don't know which of my statements this is, but Richard just wants us to know, oh, yeah. Number three, I believe it's 2001, I will say. Best animated feature. I'll even give you a hint and say this was the first year this award came out. What beat Monsters, Inc.? That's pretty significant in its own right. (laughs) And Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius. Not a significant (laughs) in its own right. (laughs) Only three nominees that year. What one? All right. Then we've got Best Picture winner, 1998, I believe. It beat Elizabeth, Life is Beautiful, and the big one everybody thought should win, Saving Private Ryan. What beat Elizabeth, Life is Beautiful, and Saving Private Ryan? Official postie of the podcast, Russell here, saying it's really hard. He's glad he's not (laughs) taking part. I'm assuming, Russell, if you're watching the faces of the people taking part, they'd probably agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Number five. This one's for, for, for Griff, wherever he is, because he loves half these movies. Uh, what business best actress? Early 2000s. What beat Renee Zellweger for Bridget Jones's, or who beat Renee Zellweger for Bridget Jones's Diary? Judy Dench for Iris. And Nicole Kidman for Moulin Rouge. That's a dart throw. I'll give you that one. Oh. Number six, best supporting actor. I believe it's 2008. It could be 2007. No, 2008 sounds right. What beat or who beat Robert Downey Jr. for Tropic Thunder? A role there's no way you could do today. (laughs) Josh Brolin for Milk and Philip Seymour Hoffman for Doubt. And then finally, Best Director 2019, just two years ago. Who beat Todd Phillips for Joker, Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Sam Mendes for 1917? The year before last, our penultimate Oscar awards. Who won Best Director? (laughs) If it helps, the next round I think is really easy. So there we go. I haven't watched the Oscars since I moved out on my own. <laughs> it's not about watching them. It's not a. It's not a. It's about just paying attention to who wins stuff. 
So, movie, uh, you know, winner number one of the losers. The losers were Hacksaw Ridge, Hell or High Water, and La La Land. Uh, Kevin, I'm going to assume you might know this one. Well, this was a big scandal. Yes, it was. You remember. That's why the I went to the first one. one. was mentioned. Yes. This is the one I got right. It's Moonlight. It is Moonlight. Moonlight is the winner. That's where they announced La La Land. They all come up there and they find out that, nope, the, I don't know how you read the envelope wrong, but there we go. So, friend of the podcast, Debbie is jumping in and saying she's glad she's not in this one. I seem to, rec- Debbie, bless her. I think she did our last one and I think her total was like seven or something like that. So, uh, she had fun. She had fun. She had a lot I of fun. I just want everyone to have fun. That, yeah. You're, you, I think Danny very much wants to win. <laughs> and every one of these, there's Danny who wants to win. Someone who really wants to topple him and everybody else who just wants to have a good time so. number two best actor over john travolta for pulp fiction morgan freeman for shawshank and paul newman for nobody's fool i remember this like it was yesterday this race uh Stu, do you have this one tom hanks yeah it's tom it's tom forrest hanks gump. for forrest gump aka icky man um, it, uh, <laughs> uh, icky, icky man's kind of turned into its own thing well, my mom did think that tom hanks was icky i don't think she ever said icky man but uh <laughs> One of these days, if you know, one of these when I'm ridiculously famous, I'm going to meet Tom Hanks. He's going to go, "What is your problem with me?" <laughs> and I'll, I think you know. <laughs> uh, number three, best animated feature over Monsters Inc. and Jimmy Neutron. The question really was, what was the first movie to win best animated feature at the Oscars? And the answer is Shrek. Oh. That was the great irony, was that the first year they do a, an award that seems gift wrapped for Disney, DreamWorks walks away with it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is then we, we got some terrible Disney, we're trying to do Shrek movies in the next like three, four years after that. So uh, definitely a rough one. Uh, uh, Debbie got one right, she says. I don't know which one it was. And Richard <laughs> seems to agree about Tom. Ha- oh, he got that one. All right. So <laughs> excellent. We've got some scores in the doors going on at home. Uh, number four, best picture winner over Life is Beautiful, Elizabeth and Saving Private Ryan. Do we know what that was? Boy, I had something love. written down here. I scratched it out and wrote something else. I hope my my second intuition Uh-oh. was right. Well, why don't you give us your second intuition then? My second intuition was Shakespeare in Love. It is correct. It is Shakespeare ah. in Love, um, which did come up a little bit, actually, in our that? interview with Simon Callow earlier this week on the Four Weddings and a Funeral episode. But what was your first instinct out of curiosity? First instinct was The English Patient. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I knew it was one of those movies that's widely considered not to have deserved to have won. Oh, see, I like Shakespeare in Love a lot. I do. I like it as well. I, I, think, I, I think it's maligned. I think people yeah, who... I agree. People who don't like it need, need to need to like grow a heart uh show like it's the thing saving private ryan is the most macho of macho films i fully get that and the and the historical realism is to be applauded but i think shakespeare love took me on a journey actually and i i really appreciated <laughs> nice. that i really did uh jeff yeah, well, than my choice what was your, your, what was your choice now i have to share I love the idea that you have Oscar winner Michael Bay somewhere in your head. <laughs> right? Oh, I got uh, so confused. Josh Gelstrap says three out of three so far. I guess that was before. Val- Is he four for four? I don't know. We'll see. No, he also said Armageddon. <laughs> Is that right? What? Is he? Is he? There we go. Uh, next thing we've got best actress. This would be a big one if you got this one. Renee Zellweger, Judy Dench, and Nicole Kidman all lost to. Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Halle Berry is correct. Well done, people. Shit, is it? Yeah. Oh, right. 
Wow, we got a lot of thumbs up going. Yeah. People are using the internet without me noticing. This is a good... <laughs> the cheaters are... If you're not cheating, you're not trying. This is getting a lot better. Just holding the script up for me this time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just slide it into DMs. There we go. Uh, number six. Best supporting actor over Robert Downey Jr., Josh Brolin, and Philip Seymour Hoffman was... Cursed? Was it Heath Ledger? Heath Ledger. I mean, yeah. I am choosing noteworthy winners if if, if I can help it at all. So uh, there we go. And finally, number seven, best director two years ago over everybody thought it was going to be Quentin Tarantino uh, or Todd Phillips. Sam Mendes even had a shout. I'm not sure too many people had this one as the winner. Does anybody know it? Bong Joon-ho. Bong Joon-ho is Boonjong-ho, but I'll accept Bong Joon-ho, yeah, for Parasite. Yeah. So there we go. I don't know. You guys were kind of crapping all over things, and then we got to actually answering them, and you did better than I was expecting you to based on your reaction. Oh, the, the Halle Berry one was a shot in the dark. She was the only early 2000s best actress <laughs> I knew. To be fair, yeah. I because because of the history that was made, I think it is one of the ones yeah, I remember as well. Iconic. Yeah. So uh, let's go ahead and find out. Danny, how do we do on this one? That was the lowest I've ever done, I think. Three. Three. That was a tough one. It, it was. I looked at it and went, this will be the hardest one to do. Uh, oh, Debbie. Oh, here we go. I'll, I'll share those in a minute. Got some nice comments coming in here. Stu, what, what, how'd we do there? Uh, six out of seven. Wow. I didn't know the, wow. the animated one was the only one I didn't know. I put Good Toy Story 2. That one did seem to go through everybody. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's like a bad bowl of chili. Uh, Kevin. <laughs> I was riding high five seconds ago. Two. Wow. A train wreck. A total train wreck. Wow. Regressing to the mean, they call that in statistical analysis. Uh, Carlo, low, low, low. How are we doing this time, buddy? Hi, hi, hi. Five. Hey. Hey. There we go. We're all getting. Ever see the Amazing Race? This is like when, like you know, the rounds over and they all have to meet at the airport and they all get back together <laughs> in a giant bunch. So whatever, yeah. whatever sixteen hour lead you had is done. It's over. Uh, on that note, Kirsty, how'd you do? I got three. Wow. Okay. So we after two rounds, <laughs> it is really close. What a confidence. We have. No, I'm just saying the wow isn't how Kirsty did. The wow is if you look at my scorecard, we've got Stu and Kevin in first with nine. Then we've got Dan and Kirsty with eight and Carlo with seven. Like it's all just bunched right up, which is good. You don't want to have one person run away with it right, right, right from the off. So there we go. It's a marathon, this quiz. It, it, well, it's it is. It is. Uh, I don't know what to make of Richard saying poor round all round. I mean, all right there. All right there. Uh, everybody's a critic. Jeez. Uh, but Debbie, <laughs> his, his loving spouse, says good round, Ian. So there we go. I think. I <laughs> and Josh. Uh, so, oh, that's Debbie, sorry. Someone else has come up with a new comment. So Josh has said five out of seven. Well done. It's a good score on that round, I think. And Ker, uh, we've got, again, oh, wait, people keep adding stuff in. It's all to play for. And Debbie says, come on, Kirsty. So Kirsty yeah. seems to be a sentimental <laughs> favorite. So there we go. So let's do round number three. Round number three, I think it'll be, well, I think it'll be easier. Let's see. We just finished the Olympics. I'm in a sporting mood. Today, Canada uh, has a, a, a finalist in the U.S. Open at Wimbledon against a British finalist. So there we go. Canada versus U.K. for the championship of the United States. I kind of like the way that sounds. Uh, it'll be on TV today. So I'm in a sporting mood. Let's do a sports round. And so all I'm, I'm going to do is I'm going to name you a movie. All I want to know is what sport is the movie about? Okay. Cool. Okay. 
Primarily, more often than not, it's singularly a rat about that one sport. There is one exception that just dedicates like 50 minutes to one sport. And so you'll see what I mean when we get to it. Uh, just for the record, uh, if it was, say, Major League, you don't have to say Major League Baseball. Baseball would suffice. Just for clarity. Yeah. All right, here we go. First movie. <clears throat> movie number one, Mystery Alaska. I'm so glad I listened to your roundtable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> movie number two. Chariots of Fire. Try and get as specific as possible, but yeah. Movie number three. Any given Sunday. My favorite of the round. Movie number four, Star Wars, The Phantom Menace. What? (laughs) Well played. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Movie number five, Fever Pitch. Movie number six. Talladega Nights, The Legend of Ricky Bobby. And movie number seven. Uh, The original, please, not the remake. The original. Point Break. Point Break. There is a a, re- a reboot that uh, changes the sport in question. I, I, I refuse to watch it. Kevin refu- doesn't like the reboot. I, I refuse to acknowledge <laughs> it exists, but in a quiz like this, I sort of have to. So please, the original 1991 point break. And that is all I wrote. So uh, let's go. Danny, you seem to be very confident after listening to the roundtable. So question number one, mystery Alaska. I wish I hadn't said that. Yeah. <laughs> I can guess myself now. No, mystery Alaska, what is it about? Hockey. Ice hockey or hockey will suffice. Yes, thank you very much. That's a, I think it's a lovely little film. I stand by that. Mm-hmm. I've never made it through it. Oh, it's Russell, Russell Crowe is an ice hockey player. What's not to love? <laughs> It's Kara's favorite. Wait, but hang yeah. on. Russell Crowe, as an ice hockey player, were you not entertained? Clearly <laughs> <laughs> not. Number two, Chariots of Fire. Kevin, do you have this one? Running? Yeah, running, track. I'll take anything along those uh, lines. Yeah. Because they are I'm different. Just the Olympics. Oh, no, Olympics <laughs> is a little bit too vague. Yeah. <laughs> Sports. They Some sort of running because it is different. It is different distances that the character goes on based on uh, the, the the narrative that occurs. So running will suffice. <laughs> Olympics. Jeez. Number three. Any given Sunday. Uh, Stu, do you have this one? Football. football, American, American football. football, however you want to place that NFL, because I'm not sure on the leagues and the names of things <laughs> being English. If anything, you were just too specific. I will give you NFL. Yeah. I was just cool. saying you didn't have to come up with the league if you weren't sure, but I will give you NFL. 
Does the league is the league called the NFL on any given Sunday? If it's on Sunday, I think it is. Yeah, mm. but it's like what is it? The Miami Sharks or something? I mean, it, I, this is where I gotta be, this is where I gotta be honest and say I've never seen any given oh. Sunday. Yeah, I've never. Uh, I haven't seen it in a Al long Pacino time. Al Pacino and Jamie Foxx. I know. I know. Al Pacino I mean. is on full Al Pacino mode. They just went. <laughs> yeah, you know, he is. What's that what's what, what's my character? Just just read the words off the off the teleprompter and you're good, man. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say it's all right because I don't think the NFL as a statement was necessarily about the league but more so about the sport also because he's got that whole british thing where he's like what do i call the sport because his initial instinct is not to call it america call it football because we call something else football over here right question number four i'm a big fan of this one uh star wars the phantom menace carlo do you want to tell Kirsty what it was pod racing now this is pod racing yeah. I put fencing with lightsabers. In the same way that saving private Ryan isn't just marksmanship practice. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen it. Everything's a sports movie if you look through it at the right lens, I guess. Uh, number five, fever pitch. Uh, Kevin? Baseball. Yeah, baseball. It's a terrible movie, but baseball it is. Yeah. What a wild guess. <laughs> Uh, number six, Talladega Nights, The Legend of Ricky Bobby. Uh, Stu? I put car racing. Is auto, that good enough? Auto racing, car racing, totally fine. Okay. If you said NASCAR, totally fine. Um, if, if you said, I don't know. Anyway, there's no lightsaber duel thing going on with that. <laughs> it is what it is. And finally, number seven, Point Break, the original one, which we reviewed just a few months ago. Uh, Danny, do you have that one? Surfing? Surfing is correct. The remake, I believe they make it either rock climbing or sky- I guess rock climbing they do it with. I, oh, I thought it was jumping out of airplanes, but I've only seen trailers for it, they so ju- I don't they, know. They do jump out of an airplane in the original one as well, so I think oh, there's, okay. I think they borrow the third act, but yeah, I think the initial thing is the rock climbers rather than surfers. But- isn't Point Break a surfing term? Yeah. Uh, point Break, so I believe the, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. about the waves. Yep, that would be the break that you were pointing. Um, so here <laughs> we you. go. Oh, uh, somehow, oh. I've, somehow I've just removed you, you all and kept the important You killed us there. all. There, there we go. We there we go. Uh, there we go. So I want to go here. Josh went, went seven for seven. He guesses Rocky Four oh, would have been God. too easy. Yeah, I mean, there are some that were definitely, you know, too easy. Major League, for instance, or things of that nature. Maybe goal would have been an easy one. But uh, let's see how we did. So, Danny, you were on eight. What do we have now? Uh, five. Five. That's not a bad round. Okay. Uh, Stu was at nine. Did he keep pace? I missed Chariots of Fire, but I got the rest. Six. Nice, nice, nice. Fifteen. And my pen is running out at the most inopportune time, which is fantastic. Uh, I'm a teacher, so usually you can't you know, move two steps without running into a pen here, but we'll see if I can bring it back from the dead. <laughs> I think I'm really going to have to go run and get one. I have one just across the room. One moment. Technical difficulties. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> I need the little picture of the drunk guy at the teleprompter. <laughs> Please pardon us. <laughs> I, I, really need to, I really need to invest in a PA. That's what that is. Uh, okay, so there we go, 15. All right, so uh, let's go with Kevin, who had nine going into the round. We're back in the high life, baby. Seven for seven. Wow, seven for Woo. seven. This is your Sports Center highlight of the night. 
Uh, number Booyah. Carlo, how are we doing this round? Seven. Wow. It's and then Kirsty, what are you doing here? I got six. Six. Everything. I, I never know where my camera is. Everything. If it wasn't for that darn Star Wars question, we could have asked Harry Potter or something. Yeah, a Quidditch. I could have done Quidditch. I oh, suppose. Okay. Yes. Uh, I think I've only asked one Harry Potter question over the three quizzes to this point. I'm quite happy with that say, ratio. I'm pretty proud. I'm pretty proud of myself for getting the football one because I got that movie mixed up with the whole nine yards with Matthew Perry. A movie that's not to do with football at all, despite <laughs> sports, sports, I think. despite the yards, <laughs> unless you consider <laughs> contracted killing a sport, which you know, it might be at this point. I don't know. In some circles, I haven't seen that one either. But so uh, we have in first place Kevin with sixteen points. In second place, Stu with fifteen points. In a joint third, Kirsty and Carlo with 14 points, and then just one point behind them, but technically in last place, our defending champion, Danny, with 13 <laughs> points. It's all about the comeback. It's sports, isn't it? We've got to have a comeback underdog story. The Bennets are playing together and got five. I mean, what's the point of a relationship if you can't compete against the other person and make them feel bad? <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. And then uh, Josh says, if we'd used Harry Potter, he wouldn't have got it. So there we go. <laughs> Such is. Um, Stu, I got to say this. Uh, has anybody ever told you you kind of resemble Nick Kroll? No. No? Okay, I'm getting a total no. Nick Kroll thing right now. I've heard the uh, uh, the only celebrity I've ever been told I look like is uh, Cameron from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which doesn't oh, seem complimentary. Uh, Alan Rock, really? Yeah. yeah. I'm not getting that, but okay. Uh, here we go. So next one, the fourth round, our penultimate round, if you will, is called Sequences. I really enjoy Sequences. It shows up all the time. At some point, I'll run out of Sequences. But what happens then is I give you a list of three things and I want to know what's the next thing in that list. So, for instance, cursed if I said Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, the correct answer would therefore be Harry Potter well, and... Okay, I no, see, I would not have gotten that. <laughs> I, named, <laughs> I, named, I named the three I saw in the cinemas, and then I stopped. <laughs> so, Harry Please, Potter... That was the sequence used in, uh, in the first one. Sorry, I didn't quite catch that, did I'm pretty certain that's the exact sequence you used in the first quiz. I'm pretty sure you're, you're probably right. Yeah. The, was the second quiz? Okay, there we go. Curse was like, he'll for sure do Harry. No, because this way, it doesn't look like it's cheating if I don't do Harry no, Potter. No, I knew you wouldn't do Harry Potter because I was in That office. would be too obvious that cheating was happening if, uh, if we did that. So, uh, here we go. Um, the first one, I'm not even going to give you the category. you got to figure that out. There are four actors. They've all played the same role. That's the only thing I will give you. This is the sequence in which they played them. Actor number one, Adam West. Actor number two, Michael Keaton. Actor number three, Val Kilmer. Who was actor number four? Just trying to move everybody's score to my second piece of paper now. <clears throat> Pardon me. Because I've run out of space. And I forgot to give Carlo an R in his name, so he was Carlo for a bit, which is very... <laughs> this is pod racing. <laughs> uh, all right, movie number two. Disney animated classics. In 1994, The Lion King. 1995, Pocahontas. 1996, The Hunchback of Notre Dame, 
What was 1997's release? Danny had the pen down within moments. I I could be wrong, but I'm. That, that I, is that I is the way most of the questions in the quiz work. You could be right, yeah, or you could be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving backwards, name the next one in the list. I'm moving backwards. Furious Seven, Fast and Furious Six, Fast Five. What was the previous movie called? Besides Point Break in automobiles. <laughs> Question number four. Moving forwards. Film number one, Iron Man. Film number two, The Incredible Hulk. Film number three, Iron Man 2. What was film number four? Question number five from the podcast that wouldn't die to no time to die. I went back to a little James Bond, the Pierce Brosnan era film. Number one, golden eye film. Number two, tomorrow never dies film. Number three, the world is not enough. What was film number four? film number six deals with the same character but across a couple of iterations i'm trying to think for example this isn't the example but for instance if i had started with the batman films of tim burton and then moved into the batman films of christopher nolan so just so you know like that is a a doable thing so the villain in film number one was the green goblin The villain in film number two was Doc Ock. The villains in film number three were Venom, Sandman, and Harry Osborn. Who was the villain in the next film? Either film number four or film number 1A, if you will. And then finally, I'm going to name you the films of a certain director in the order they were released. I just need to know the next film. I'm not going to tell you who a director was, but you'll probably get it right after the first syllable of the first movie. Film number one, Reservoir Dogs. Film number two, Pulp Fiction. Film number three, Jackie Brown. What was film number four? And I must insist, these are films they have directed. the sequence is round all right let's go through it um popcorn it up i guess if you think you know it let's have it adam west michael keaton val kilmer all played batman who was the next one in the sequence george clooney Clooney is correct (laughs) the man who killed the franchise until christian bale came along (laughs) something he openly admits (laughs) 
Oh. Bat nipples, I think. We got a lot of help. Bat, bat nipples, yeah. the, the 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 cod pieces, and like his Visa card or whatever it oh, was that Visa made card. that made the ching sound when he got it out of his wallet. It's the car, right? Chicks dig the car. <laughs> oh. uh, the, the, the Ice Age might have killed the dinosaurs, but George Clooney killed Batman. Uh, 1994, Lion King. 95, Pocahontas. 96, The Hunchback of Notre Dame. But 97 was... Hercules. From zero to hero, it was Hercules. I was not sure if it was Hercules or Mulan, but I had Hercules. I think Mulan's 98. I I didn't look, but... Okay. I was going back and forth between Tarzan and Hercules. Oh, shit, I forgot all about Tarzan. (laughs) If it was Tarzan, I had a chance. Next up, it's <laughs> uh, just just to we're there here. We're not here yet. I'll do it when it's time. Um, film number well seven was Furious Seven, Fast and Furious Six, Fast Five. But what was the fourth one in the franchise called? Tokyo Drift. No, that's number Fast three. That's three. Yeah, Fast and Furious. Is it just called Fast and Furious? Fast yes. and Furious. Get you the points. Fast Very and clever. Furious. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I, 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 taking another pass at that one. Yeah, I sat there and went, what is going on here? This is insane. So um, I tried to watch Fast and Furious, and like they weren't lying. Like Each scene is like 96 seconds, and then they're like, don't have time for any exposition or character development. Just move on. <laughs> Not necessary. Right? Oh, Because I knew you had to get through four to get to the ones with the rock in it, but I'm a completionist, yeah. so I'm like, I have to watch four. I wasn't going to watch three, because <laughs> I knew that was nothing to do with anything. That was just a, a branding thing. Yeah, so I gave up and never watched any of them again. So, such as. I don't think I've missed anything from the sounds of it. No, but they're just like mindless entertainment. You yeah. know, you've got nothing better to do. You're sick. Apart from that. Okay. <laughs> like, like, but like when I the told you joins, before, Fast Five, I think it's a legitimately great action film. Yeah. That's, that's the only one I would, Fast Five? I would put apart. Okay. Yeah. And I like Hobbs and Shaw. It's a spin. I've heard, I've heard wonderful things about Hobbs and Shaw. And I really liked the first one. And I didn't mind the second one. But I really liked the first one, even though it was Point Break in Cars. <laughs> uh, next one up. Film number one, Iron Man. Film number two uh, was, I've lost my spot, The Incredible Hulk. Film number three was Iron Man 2. What was film number four? Thor. It was Thor. One, two, three, Thor. Tell me that you love me more. I had Thor, and then I was like, no, Captain America came out before Thor. No, Shit. yeah. I got to retire from my own podcast now. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, no. <laughs> well, a moment of, uh, of silence and bowing our heads in memory of the Stew World Order. <laughs> Uh, film uh, question number five i'm gonna bring up uh richard's comments here which was he had to get his mug out to, for james bond i bought richard a coffee mug once of all bond like, not official like bootleg something off of like etsy probably but it had all the logos for each of the films and sort of in one so it's the kind of film mug that becomes obsolete the minute that you know they release another film but one of those things and so he had that the question was did you get it golden eye tomorrow never dies the world is not enough what was the next one Die another, Die another day. day. Die another day. Starring Halle Berry. Is that that? Is that Halle Berry? Yeah, yeah Halle Berry. Halle Berry. There we Madonna. go. Madonna. Madonna. She- that terrible music video. Yeah. And she's in the movie. She's yeah, she it. is. She's terrible. Another day. I Teaching want to die. <laughs> oh, she is the fencing instructor. That was so bad. Pardon me? So Harry Barry won the Oscar and then went straight back on set for Bond, I think. Yeah, I think so. And then she had all this like, credibility, they thought. Yeah. Is Rosamund Pike in that one as well? I think yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Miranda Frost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The double turn we all saw coming. 
Um, question six. Green Goblin was film one. Dark Ark was film two. Venom and Sandman and Harry Osborn was film three. But who was the villain in film four? The amazing Spider-Man. The lizard. The lizard, the lizard. is the correct mark. Uh, I'll be honest. I haven't seen that film. So I was really nervous that people were going to go, no, you're wrong. It's this person instead. <laughs> Wikipedia could not have possibly lied to me. I mean, I think I'm like everybody. I mean, I got to Tobey Maguire and they went, no, we're going to redo Avenger Garfield. I'm like, I really don't feel like I miss it that much yet. I'm not going back. You can call it amazing all you want. I know it's a, it's a comic book thing to call it that, but I'm like, I just don't get excited about Andrew Garfield. So there we go. Yeah. The real villain is the screenwriter. Is, is, is that Sony Pictures for continuing to, to try and generate income out of that franchise. The robbing us of Spider-Man 4. Yeah, Sony Pictures. I before. have heard and seen video essays on what Sam Raimi had planned for Spider-Man 4. I there's thought a, it would have been all right. Yeah. There's a really good little, I don't know what the, the official term is. I'm sure you'll tell me in, but there's like a, the, the sketchings, uh, like a telematic of a fight with Peter Parker and, uh, vulture from spider-man 4 and it looks incredible that's right Tele- telematic yeah yeah, that, that, yeah like those things would be yeah would have been interesting i'm another world's biggest uh toby mcguire fan a lot of students are asking me out of the blue who's your favorite spider-man i know it's got to do with the upcoming film yeah but i'm like it's really weird how like toby mcguire is like relevant again but he just always struck me as like a really creepy looking dude all the way through like <laughs> i was like he's gonna skin mj one day that is going to happen like long before number three i'm like why are you just so creepy all the time so hey, Toby, it. if you're listening, no offense. Yeah. Toby and Tom Hanks. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, some, I'm, some offense. Yeah, some offense. Burning bridges, Ian. That's right. Toby, <laughs> Tom, and driving somewhere. I think I think my hit list is is Toby, Tom, and Andy McDowell. I think am I are my sort That's of. That's good. Brendan Fraser's on the good list. Then that's all that matters. Yeah, Brendan Fraser's all right. Yeah, I got a problem with that. Uh, next up, number seven, the last one in the round. Film number one, Reservoir Dogs. Film number two, Pulp Fiction. Film number three, Jackie Brown. What was the next directorial released by Mr. Quentin Tarantino? Kill Bill. Kill Bill, Kill Bill Volume One. I'll settle for Kill Bill. That's just as good. So there you go. Take that for what it's worth. So that was a hard one. Well, I, I love the sequences round. So uh, I'm not alone. Yeah. Look at this. Debbie loves the sequences round. To be fair, I've just nicked it off a friend of ours who does quizzes. <laughs> at pubs. He always does sequences. And I'm like, I like the sequence round. I'm going to go ahead and use it. So we've also got uh, Richard something I said was a car movie. So there we go. And then finally, we've got worst Bond theme. I think we're talking about I want to die another day. Quantum of Solace, though. Quantum of Solace. I love the song. The movie's terrible. That's the, no. that's the Jack White one, no. right? No. That's the Jack no, White song, uh, isn't it? It is the Jack White one. Oh, no, one. that's a fantastic uh, theme. I'm going to... Uh, no. I thought Jack White was Casino Royale. No, Casino Royale. No, that's Chris Cornell. Yep, it's Chris Cornell. Yeah. Yeah. I must be losing Good, that. bad, good, bad. Oh, I... I, I, I'm to die, I really love the Jack White Alicia Keys one. I think it's so... I think it's the most, like, classic Bond of them all of this new generation everything else is like let's go ahead and put it on the uh let's get to the top of the charts this was like no 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 let's actually write a bond theme so. I, I think everything about quantum of solace is trying to be casino royale but not as good quantum of solace is terrible quantum of well, solace the writer's strike, the writer's yeah, the strike and it's also a best. giant do, do we have the rights to use the word spectre yet no not yet all right no. call it something else <laughs> call it anything you know what are fun words quantum and solace it's ambiguous <laughs> enough it's ambiguous enough that it'll just represent something all right. right danny you were at 13 how'd you do that round 
I got six. Hey. It was Tokyo Drift that put me on that one. So, yeah, I, I love the sequences round. Sequences round. Uh, Stu. Uh, I had five. I'm furious at myself for second guessing on four, but I knew I had no chance on a James Bond question. So <laughs> I've, I've seen one James Bond movie in my entire life. Really? Wow. Okay. Casino Royale. That's the only one. Casino Royale is not bad. You know, it's offensive. Yeah. It's offensive if, if you know how to play poker. <laughs> you go, there's no reason you all would have been in that last part of the hand. You would have folded your cards pre-flop. Like, there's no way. If you ever had a hand where someone's like, I have a straight flush. Well, I have four of a kind. Well, I have a royal flush. Like, check the dealer because that does not happen on the same. <laughs> no way. Uh, Kirsty, how'd you do? You're at 14. Now you're at? I struggled. I only got the first two. <laughs> okay. Two. Uh, Carlo, low, low, low. Not so low anymore. What do you got now? I got six. Hey, there we are. And then finally, Kevin. Seven, baby. Wow. Wow. That I, was not my round. I, I sent the answers to the wrong person is what I've discovered here. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's going to happen? Five and, and, you know, <laughs> yeah, that is the case. I'm going to rearrange you here for the final round. So uh, yeah. you get to see kind of where you're supposed to be. So uh, currently in last place, we've got Kirsty with 16. Then we've got Danny with 19. Then we've got Stu and Carlo. I'll keep you there. Tied with 20. And Kevin with 23. Uh, I think I actually want to go this way because I want to go I want to go clockwise so I'm going to do it like that so there we go so the survival round is going to work as such I'm going to give you about three minutes or so to once I give you the question scribble down as many possible things you can think of it is up to you as they are read out to keep track of which ones have been eliminated from your own sheet the question will be something where the same I'll say it in a second when I go ahead and give you what the, what the uh, category is. Uh, the person who finishes in last place for the round, who's knocked out first, will get zero points. Then it'll be two points, four points, six points, and ten points for whoever gets where we're at. And you can keep shooting until you miss, if you have a last one standing, for a bonus point for each correct one you can name after the fact. So, for instance, I believe a previous one was name any named character in Avengers Endgame. And so uh, once someone had finished, if they could have kept going with more uh, characters, um, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Cassie Lang, for instance, hadn't been said. That could have been a bonus point and then so on and so forth. So you could score 11, 12, 13, 14. Usually that's a big deal because we have a much more disparate range of scores. But to be fair, there's only seven points in it. So really, uh, it, it really, unlike usual, I'm just doing hype to try and make people not go, I don't want to play anymore. Um, <laughs> we really are. <laughs> Once you're eliminated, I will remove, remove you from our visualizer just for the sake of my own not calling on you. But we'll bring you back for the end. We will, as we then announce the winners. So, for, I'll give you three minutes. The category is actors who have won the Academy Award for Best Actor. Let me give you one criteria, that bonus here, though. If actors have won multiple Oscars, they can be named multiple times. So, if you name one of the actors, I will read off the actor and one of the films that they have won the Oscar for. I will not tell you if they are empty or not, though. So, for instance, if it was, if it was an actress and you said Julia Roberts, I would say, yes, Julia Roberts won an Oscar for, and you don't have to say the movie, I will, for Aaron Brockovich. Now, I won't tell you if Julia Roberts has won any more Oscars, but if you know that she also won it for something else, 
which she hasn't, but, but, but if you did, you would know that you could still go, there's another one to go there. Because there are several actors who have won multiple Oscars. I will give you three minutes to go ahead and write down anything you want to write down. And during that time, I'm going to um, not stall so much as just shamelessly promo stuff we have coming up on the podcast. Now, just lead best actor, actors, right? not, sorry. Just actors, right? No, just, just be- acting, best supporting. lead, lead actor, oh, best okay. actor. Gotcha. Yeah, not supporting. But not actress. Not actress, just the uh, one statue. Right, yeah. The one statue. Oh, my God. My list would be so low. I typed these all by hand earlier today because I wanted to be able to alphabetize them. So uh, while that's going on and they're writing down their, their lists there, I'll go ahead and do some promo If you haven't already caught, so please go ahead. Take a listen back to our Four Weddings in the Funeral episode uh, where we interview Simon Callow. Uh, we are nowhere near big enough to have an interview with someone that famous, and we were very glad for his time. Uh, absolute gentleman. So uh, that was very, very good. We've done Cedar Skippets on uh, The suicide squad as well as shang chi and the legend of the ten rings uh obviously this week coming up we've got uh by the time this comes out we'll just released forrest gump with friend of the podcast director jay salahi joining us for a little bit of analysis of forrest gump and we will have announced what the audience pick for hot film summer is uh for the first time none of us know what the next film is we're going to spin the wheel and see what people have decided it's a lucky dip it could be anything i've seen alien i've seen aliens uh i've seen tremors i've seen i'm not sure if i saw scott pilgrim or that was one's backup choice but a lot of options have been thrown into the uh into the thing debbie has uh volunteered her services as a pa <laughs> she does do a very good job assisting on quizzes like i said about the, our friend richard who is much uh who is a much seasoned professional at this sort of thing uh, if you want to get in touch with the podcast you can go ahead and catch us at best film ever pod that's at best film ever pod uh, if you're interested in joining us for a future quiz night where our champion whoever that may be at the end of this episode uh, has to defend their crown then please by all means so be it uh, get a hold of us and let us know i do try to lean towards first timers if at all possible if at all possible i've just suddenly realized that i need to come up with a tiebreaker and so i have now got my tiebreaker so that is good just in case this ends up being a tie so there we go uh, i don't know if we're sitting here around three minutes or not uh, I probably should look at the clock before I started rambling. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I'll, I'll give you guys another minute. How, how about that? How about that? If anything, I'm giving you too much time as opposed to not enough time. So um, I probably should say that we have a T-shirts available, merch available. If you look at the bottom of this episode, it will have a link to our merch store. If you want to be a friend of the podcast, why not wear that tag with pride with our friend of the podcast shirt? We also have shirts for and welcome, 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 welcome. Wear that around. Let people know. Let people know that you represent the BFE and the fledgling fandom. They're not going to have a clue, but you can still wear it anyway. Um, other shirts available. Ethan keeps putting stuff up there all the time. We even have a wrestling theme T-shirt up there. I'll say that much. Uh, we'll see how long it is until Vincent Kennedy McMahon and his lawyers get a hold of us and uh, <laughs> tell us that maybe we should take... We'll get our, our good friend cease and desist. I think we're okay, but we'll see. Uh, outside of that, that's where we are. How are we doing out there? Uh, that's 501. That's good enough for me. 501, my time. Anyway, uh, let's go ahead and go for it. I've got my list. Uh, we'll go in the reverse order of standing. So we'll start with Kirsty each round and we'll wrap our way around till we get to Kevin 
and that will be that. So once you read off one of your choices, I will say confirm or deny, but it's a correct choice. I will say the name of a movie they have won it for, hopefully, and the year that they won that for, and then I'll move on to the next person. So please don't jump ahead in the queue if I'm doing the housekeeping bits. Kirsty, can we have one actor who has won uh, an Oscar for Best Actor in the history of, of the awards? Going for the easy one, Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger won for Best Supporting Actor, oh, not shoot. Best Actor. <laughs> well, I'm out right away. That was actually one of the uh, answers to a previous quiz question as well. It was Best Supporting Actor. Sorry about that, Chris. Hi. We'll see you in Hi, guys. a... How do I hide you? I don't want to just... There's a, place, there's a way to hide you. I'm sure there is. Let's go here and go rem, remove from stream. Is that right? That doesn't seem right. That'll kick her out. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Let's do. Stop. Let's just do that. There we go. She. I think there we go. I can see she's still there. So, uh, Danny, uh, what do you have going for us here? Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Leo DiCaprio for The Revenant. Uh, he won that one in 2015. Thank you very much, Stu. Uh, Walking Phoenix. Walking Phoenix. He walks the line in Joker, of all things. Uh, that was in 2019. Uh, next up, Carlo. Uh, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. One for Philadelphia in 1993. Next up, Kev. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. One for Forrest Gump in 1994. Danny. Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins won for The Father in 2020. Next up, Stu. Uh, since we seem to be doing this, Anthony Hopkins. Won for Silence of the Lambs in 1991. Carlo. Uh, Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody won for The Pianist in 2002, where he kissed Halle Berry in his award <laughs> speech. So it's, it's all coming back to Halle this, this week. Uh, next up, please... Uh, I think it's Kevin. Is that where we're at? Al Pacino. Yeah. Al Pacino. Hua! In Scent of a Woman in 1992. What light? I'm in the dark here. Uh, that's where Kirstie is. Danny, what you got? Daniel Day-Lewis. Daniel Day-Lewis won for Lincoln in 2012. Next up is Stu. Uh, Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington won for Training Day in 2001. Carlo. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman. I've not seen this, but he won for Capote in uh, 2005. Any good? Haven't seen it. (laughs) Kevin. Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro won for Raging Bull. Are you talking to me? In 1980, he refuses to say those in any interview ever. That's from Taxi Driver, though. Oh, it's a Taxi Driver? Well, still. (laughs) You can see I've never seen either film, can't you? Uh, Danny. Oh, wait, is, is Raging Bull, I could have been a contender. Is that that one? No, no yeah. that's uh, on the waterfront. Okay, I give uh, up. Yeah, I give up. Yeah. Danny. I'm going to take a risk. Okay. I'm pretty certain my last answer has won more than one Oscar, so I'm going to try Daniel Day-Lewis again. Daniel Day-Lewis has won uh, for There Will Be Blood in 2007. Next up is Stu. Well, we mentioned on the waterfront, so I'll go Brando. Yeah, that's true. I said that. I was like, I've given something away. Uh, <laughs> Marlon Brando for on the waterfront in 1954. Uh, next up, we've got Kevin. Uh, 
I'm going to go uh, Jeremy Irons. Jeremy, see, I did not know this before I started making the list today, but Jeremy Irons is an Oscar winner for Reversal of Fortune in 1990. You jumped me. Oh, sorry, oh, sorry Carlo, bad. go ahead. No, that's okay. That's okay. As long as you don't lo- you don't lose track. Um, I'm going to say Brando again. Marlon Brando won again. You are correct for The Godfather in 1972. Now jumping back over, I believe Danny should have us back on the actual point here. Yes. Um, Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. Matthew McConaughey wins four of a Dallas Buyers Club. I know he might not have said all right, all right, all right in that movie. That's 2013. <laughs> uh, next up, we have Stu. Sean Penn. Sean Penn won for Milk in 2008, which I believe has us a Carlo. Uh, Sidney Poitier. Sidney Portier wins for Lilies of the Field in 1963. Well done. Kevin. I'm going to go Spencer Tracy. Spencer Tracy won for Captain's Courageous in 1937. Wow. Danny. Boom. Okay. Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper has not won an Academy yeah. Award for Best Actor. Oh. I'm gonna. We'll, we'll see you in a second there, Danny. Just ka-chow, ka-chow. So uh, let me go ahead and just update the points there so I don't lose them. Uh, all right. Uh, so if Danny went, that's Stu. You're up, buddy. Uh, nobody doubled me up on him before, but Sean Penn has won twice. Yes, he won for Mystic River as well in 2003. Well done. Carlo. Um, I'm pretty sure. Uh, no, let me not let me not risk it yet. Uh, <laughs> uh, Firth, Colin Firth. Colin Firth won for the King's Speech in 2010. They shot part of that in a town I lived in a couple of years ago in the cathedral. Lovely movie, lovely movie. Um, Kevin spencer tracy spencer tracy doubling up there he also won for boys town in 1938 he did the tom hanks before tom hanks did the tom hanks back-to-back oscars uh Stu from the Stu world order what do you got all right i'm out of people that i definitively knew off the top of my head so i'm just naming famous people now sir lawrence olivier (laughs) sir lawrence olivier is correct he won for hamlet to be correct or not to be correct that was the question and you got there (laughs) carlo uh, I'm pretty sure Sean Penn won another one. Uh, we have tapped out of Sean Penn at two Oscars, unfortunately. <laughs> so a good, a good effort. We'll see you in a second. So Carlo is next there. There we go. Uh, we've got three. Let me find a more pleasing way to do this. There. Well, that's very, very me. Uh, what is there? We go. That's, there that's go. better. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, so that was Carlo, which I believe Carlo comes before Kevin. So Kevin, Richard Dreyfus. Yeah, I was really surprised by this one. I didn't know this one. Richard Dreyfus, the Goodbye Girl, nineteen seventy-seven. Stu, do you have another one? I'm gonna take a shot in the dark. I don't know if he won for Birdman or not. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton did not win an Oscar, which means was, yeah. to win the round, Kev's just got to name me one more. Ben Kingsley. 
Ben Kingsley did win for Gandhi. For Gandhi. Yep. So let me just add these up here. Oh, Kevin, you were a machine today. A machine <laughs> to yeah, I got today. Uh, out of curiosity. No shame in coming in second to you, I think. I'm just going to bring everybody back in. But, Kev, I want to see. Shoot to you, Miss Buddy. What else do you have? I have a couple that I think are just guesses, though. Right. I honestly don't know. Um, Morgan Freeman. Uh, you'd have been out. That would have been it. Yeah. Uh, so just enough. Yeah, some big ones that did get kind of missed that maybe uh, should have been. Dustin Hoffman's got two. And oh, of course. He's one of those big names, right? Rain Man, of all things, as well. People don't remember Kramer done. versus yeah. Kramer. Uh, Eddie Renmay, not long ago, for the Theory of Everything. Um, oh, wow. Forrest Whitaker, Last King of Scotland. That's not too long ago. Uh, we've got uh, uh, Gene Hackman. Gary Oldman for the darkest hour, everybody. I mean, come on. That's Jack Nicholson's got two. Uh, let's take a look. Jamie Foxx for Fox, Ray. Jeff Bridges mm. for Crazy Heat. Uh, John Wayne, John Voight, Kevin Spacey, American Beauty. Uh, let's take a look here. <laughs> We've all forgotten him, though. We're not allowed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know that name. Remy, yeah, I, know, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Wow, you guys are just, you, you guys just, I didn't know it went that deep. Everybody just erased him from their hard drives. Uh, Rami Malik for, for Bohemian Rhapsody. Robert Duvall from, uh, uh, for uh, Tender Mercies in 83. But Roberto Benini, he loves the Oscar. I in, had him. In, did you really? Yeah. <laughs> That's a shame. Of course, and I had to go for the easy one. An- a- another one we named, <laughs> Were You Not Entertained? Russell Crowe in Gladiator. Yeah. Uh, outside of that. He won twice, I think. Uh, Russell Crowe's just got the one. Just got the oh. one. Yeah. I think he was nominated for Best Supporting for LA Confidential. He might have even won it, but it was supporting in that regard. The movie where I, I he played he had the mathematician. Beautiful mind. Beautiful yeah, mind. He, beautiful mind. I don't think he wins for that one. That would be. I could look it up, but I don't think he wins. For yeah, that. he was nominated. Maybe. Yeah, nominated. That's okay. so beautiful. So Nicholas Cage have one, or just like Nicholas Cage that. does have one. Yes. Is it, is it oh. Leaving Las Vegas. Leaving Las Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Las Vegas. yeah. So I had him down, but I thought there was no way he would and, ever have won an Oscar. And Money Never Sleeps. Uh, Michael Douglas. Not the not the actual Money Never Sleeps movie, but just Greed is Good. Yeah. Michael Douglas, Wall so, Street, Wall Street, the original. Lots of uh, lots of big ones there, but it's time to reveal the scores on the doors, everybody. In uh, in, in fifth place, I won't say the word last. In fifth place, uh, Kirsty, to show that uh, our, our cheating system does not work. I am above. <laughs> I am above suspicion, Kirsty. With a, a very honorable sixteen points, actually, if you consider that was for the first four rounds. I think that's okay. I think. You know, leading with, I'll start with an easy one and then dropping out on the first hurdle. I mean, that's like who wants to be a millionaire levels of, uh, of, of comedy there. Uh, what, what do we have? Oh, hang on. Do you want to explain this one? Carlo is in trouble with his wife for that. What, what, what's going on there? <laughs> Uh, I think it has to do with that. Yeah, that's my wife. Yeah. Um, I think it has to do with um, Roberto Benigni um, because Life is Beautiful is her favorite film. Oh. So, and I didn't come up with that one. Roberto Benigni. One of the better Oscar speeches of all time, I must say. Uh, in fourth place, we have Dan. Dan, I thought you did really, really well, but I think we had a strong field this week, this time around, I think. I mean, yeah, we yeah. did. A very, know, a very strong field. On, yeah, on, on a different day, um, I'm not going to say specifically any, but I think at least four of you could have won on a different day. 
the fifth one would have had so a good bite. showing on a different day. So there we go. <laughs> uh, third place, we had Carlo. Carlo, you did really well, buddy. You did really well. Uh, second place, and, and, and Stu, and first place, Kevin. Uh, an insane 33 points. I mean, I thought this was a hard one. So you have won the right, if you so choose, to defend your crown at a future uh bfe quiz night uh well quiz night and what's the, the fourth in a movie maybe maybe bfe quiz night for the kingdom of the crystal skull sounds good maybe Just something, something, know, something, something kingdom of the Crystal skull here we go. <laughs> hey, hey, I, I name dropped him here we go this is my friend richard who is the quizziest quizzer i know he is the closest in to richard osman i've ever met oh you guys aren't from england you don't know who that was well, danny does <laughs> richard osman's a super intelligent quiz genius kind of thing over here but richard abel is the gentleman who runs the quizzes and says russell crowe was nominated for best actor but did not win for a beautiful mind he should be my richard osman i kind of like that idea he's there in my fact check corner that was a puppet Sorry, what's proper, that? Yeah, did you know feature there? I love yeah, that. Like, proper did you know? He's just waiting to provide that level of clarity. It's nice to have that. So there we go. So I hope everybody had a good time. Excellent, baby. Always. The winner was it was quiet and just the winner going, I know I did. So, <laughs> and I would do the exact same thing if I was on that end. So uh, if we get a chance, I'll probably run these by Liam and see how he would have done because it's always fun to sort of come on and see kind of how those numbers sort of work out there. But um, uh, as is our tradition, Kevin, why don't you go ahead and do a little promo for what you got coming up on the pod in the next couple of weeks? Of course, uh, you can see me on the podcast that wouldn't die this week. We've got the immortal classic, The Happening, with <laughs> Mark Wahlberg, Zoe Deschanel, John Leguizamo. It's an all-star cast, so check that out, baby. I see, Masterpiece. The, I see the bar for immortal classic is is dropping. <laughs> it's, it's low. It's it's low. So, not so much the one, isn't it? <laughs> I'm all about I'm all about the idea of branding and promo and, and driving an audience. <laughs> Immortal classic. Uh, so check out that. Check out all the great podcasts we had featured here. Check out So Mental for some sewing features you might want to have happen. If you're hey, 46 percent of our audience is American, another 10 percent is Canadian. So over half the people are in your sort of frame of reference, more so than, than my frame of reference. So there we go. Uh, outside of that, check us up out on the BFE, and uh, that's it for this week. We'll catch you probably in a couple of months, and we'll catch you on the flippity-flop. The flippity-flip-flop. Yes! Yes! <laughs>